Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. It is Long Shots here on VEASAN and DraftKings Network. Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, no Kelly Bidlin. Kelly Bidlin on the IL today, Wes. That's yes. okay. We will uh, we will go ahead and inform you guys of everything that we have on our cards this week. Not a big one for me, Wes. I don't know exactly how you are playing this week, but very interesting with the no cut. Of course, down to the 50 players. We'll get to that in just a second, but let's start with the FedEx St. Jude. We do have Lucas Glover win his second tournament in a row, and I guess my question is, Is does everyone need to go get a broomstick lab golf putter? Is that what we need to do at this I, point? I think so. It's yeah. certainly turned his career around because we often forget about Lucas Glover that this guy was a major champion. Mm-hmm. Won the U.S. Because he's been on the tour for like 20 years, yeah. but he just was like, yeah, yeah. kind of lingering out there and, for the longest time. And long now, so. I guess, uh, uh, blooming late here. Uh, mm-hmm. That has changed his career. Yeah, I think, yeah, 75 to 1 on market average was what he was. I saw some 90s out there as well. But the fact that, look, on Sunday's round, he loses 3.18 strokes yeah. tee to green and almost three strokes on approach, but gains it back with the putter. And especially, I think it was on the 14th where he had that water ball and had to make that 30-foot bogey save, and he did to keep himself alive. Uh, you know, Lucas Glover, man, he was working too, man. He was sweating his way mm-hmm. in that Memphis heat out there and uh, fortunate that that cooler, because ironically enough, Lucas Glover doesn't wear a glove. Yes, And yes. put his hands yeah. there in that cooler full of ice, uh, you know, like me playing golf uh, out here <laughs> on the weekend in Las Vegas. But 117th in the OWGR, now top 30 in the world. He's fourth in the FedEx Cup point standings. I think he is very much under consideration. I, I wouldn't say he's a lock. To, he's far from a lock to be on the team, but he's at least being considered. Oh, for the Ryder uh, Cup, he right? Has yeah, to, he and, has to well, be. And especially, I think this week for him might actually be the deciding factor here mm-hmm. because if you are talking about, you know, are we taking guys based off of long-term pedigree? We're we taking the best players in the world today, right? And like that's mm-hmm. going to be one of the questions that I think Zach Johnson's really going to have right. to go through. And you know, I think if again a good showing this week by Lucas Glover, and I think it's going to be very tough to say he isn't one of the guys you would want on the team yep, as we yeah, move yeah, forward. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, there's the way a he's lot putting of- too, Wes, right? I mean, just right. the way he's putting. I mean, that, like, in this format could just be spectacular. And I know we're going to get to kind of who he thinks on the team, mm-hmm. who's really in contention. We'll get to that later in the program. But uh, 
Lucas Glover certainly under consideration. Uh, the man he beat in the playoff is a lock to make the team. Patrick Cantlay, once again, he does shoot at bogey 364, finds water left on the first playoff hole. The same thing happened to him where he was wayward left. If you remember out here in mm-hmm. Las Vegas uh, last fall at TPC Summerlin in that playoff of Tom Kim. So he falls uh, a shot short and uh, ends up finishing second. And uh, my nearest pursuer, actually, I had one guy in the mix. That was Tommy Fleetwood, who could have made birdie mm-hmm. at the 18, did not. Made that one bomb from like 45 feet, but missed a bunch of easier putts yeah. on Sunday. Missed like three inside seven feet. It's like anyone that's ever had an outright ticket on Tommy Fleetwood. It just was the most, it was the most fitting final round of a tournament it, it ever. Was, it was very Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah, like you're sitting there going like, oh, he's actually going to do it. To, oh, he missed it again. Yeah, oh, he's actually going to do it. Oh, he missed it again. I thought he again. was going to do it in Canada, and he did not. <laughs> By the way, 22 top five. Tommy Fleetwood has in his career on the PGA Tour. Of course, he's won six times on the DP yeah. World Tour. 22 top fives without a victory. First player on the tour to surpass $20 million in career earnings without a victory. Yeah, not a good tournament for me. I did not play any placement market stuff because I just, again, the, the no-cut thing, I wanted to kind of figure out, again, how these people were going to go after this, like these guys that are getting chasing the Ryder Cup, these guys that are chasing to get in the 50, the guys that are trying to be a lock for the 30. So I didn't play any placement markets last week, and then, of course, none of my outrights hit. So uh, one and one in the head-to-head market, so lose to the juice. So all around loser for me yeah, ditto, this past ditto week. For me. Yeah, ditto for me. Uh, uh, very disappointing. Got a couple guys off to a good start. They did not take on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I, if you wanted to find the guys that I had, I mean, the closest guy I had up there was Colin Morikawa. He didn't, you know, wasn't even in the too. top. Wasn't even in the top ten. Very good start. On, you had to uh, keep Thursday. scrolling to find my guys. Yeah. It was uh, they were way on. They were way on down there. It was not a not a good showing for for those guys. Some of the guys that did have a good showing, of course, Roy McIlroy shows out yet again. He does have a really really good Sunday, but you know, a little uh, he bur- he burned eighteen to make it look like he was closer than he was. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. he 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 really wasn't in the mix to win. The right. thing, you know, and, right. and so, but does finish T3 there with that. Taylor Moore has a very bad Sunday. He could have kind of made a run if he, if he'd have put something together, but that ended up not being the case. The biggest, I guess, disappointment of the Sunday might have even been Max Homa, who really looked like he had started mm-hmm. to put things together and then had to eagle 16 to even get to even par on the day for Sunday. Uh, Max, though, that being said, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, foreshadowing, that's a tease, uh, might be trending in the right direction, and maybe uh, some of the odds that are out there on him this week might be a little bit too long. Yeah, he's starting He's starting to play some better golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple other guys that did go low on Sunday that actually made their way into the field this week at the BMW, you see on the first page of leaderboard, Cam Davis, very nice mm-hmm. Sunday round. He gets out outside of the top 50 into the top 50, as does Hideki Matsuyama that bumps Mac Hughes and Nick Hardy out. Yeah, so very, very interesting tournament all around because you see some of these guys at the top. I mean, you see Jordan Spieth up there, and even though he shot 11 under, Jordan Spieth, he also struggled on Sunday. So there were some guys who were really good through 54, Wes, mm-hmm. couldn't quite get it home mm-hmm. through 72 because the way that Lucas Gulliver played, by the way, just one under on the day, like, I mean, it was good enough to get him to the playoff, and then, of course, he wins on that first playoff hole, but he didn't run away with it. It was there for the taking had right. any of these guys actually done it on Sunday, but they just didn't get it done right. on Sunday. Right, yeah. and I got to give Glover credit. He fought mm-hmm. it out because if you look at those numbers that I gave on T to Green, it's like no way he wins mm-hmm. this tournament. No way. You can't have that bad of a round on Sunday and win this tournament. But he found a way to do so. Back-to-back wins for Lucas Glover and uh, very much in the mix at age 43 to make the Ryder Cup team. We take a look at the official FedEx playoff standings that we're looking at right now. John Rahm still on top, but just by a little bit over Scotty Scheffler, Roy McIlroy. As you mentioned, Lucas Glover, the huge riser here 
in all of this, which really does kind of muddy the waters when it comes to some of the later conversations we'll have about whenever this season is over with. But uh, Patrick Cantlay, Max Homa, Victor Hovland, Wyndham Clark, Wyndham Clark, a very poor showing this past week as well. Brian Harmon and then Tommy Fleetwood here in these FedEx standings. Now, there are some guys, Wes, that have a little bit more to play for this mm-hmm. week than just than just the paycheck, which is trying to get into the top 30 so they move on to next week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, you know, you look at some of them uh, bubble boys that mm-hmm. are right around the top 30. I think Sam Burns is right at spot mm-hmm. number 30. Last week was big because to get in the top 50, that gets you into what is now branded as the signature mm-hmm. events uh, for the 2024 uh, PGA Tour schedule. So that was big for those guys. Tour championship, though, getting in the top 30, unless you're not otherwise qualified, that's big because yeah. you get into majors with that because that is a criteria for entry into all the major championships. So this is a big week for a lot of guys. One of the things I did see last week, and the reason I didn't really play the placement market stuff as much, I wanted to kind of see what was going to be going on on a Sunday if you were kind of out of the picture or if you were fighting for trying to get in and stuff. And I think what we did see – and this is not to say that people are playing harder or fighting harder to get in. Because of course, if you're doing that, you're always going to be going at it. But like the guys I did see though, that already had made it to this week and mm-hmm. they were already towards the bottom down there. Namely kind of like a Sam Burns, some of these other guys, it looked like they were just kind of in neutral. Now, I don't know if that'll be the case this week. Cause it's, you know, again, it's a, it's, it's big to get into that to that last 30, but I I am going to wonder if we're looking here coming in on, on a Saturday, Wes, and, and there's somebody sitting 47th or something like right. that. If, if and, and they're already going to get into next week as it is anyway, is that a person to bet against, right? You know, I mean, are, how, how hard are they going to try? Are they going to try to keep it in reserve so that whenever they get to next week, they can truly try to climb that leaderboard? Something maybe to keep an eye on. Not saying that that's definitely a betting angle, but at least something I'm going to keep an eye on this week. Yeah, and and there were some guys that were kind of, you know, pretty much safely, and I think mm-hmm. safely in the top 30, like a Tony Fee now, mm-hmm. having won on tour this year. He played very poorly, so... He was a guy that was down there. Ricky Fowler was yeah. a guy, T-58, Sam Burns, T-52, Jason Day. All the guys that have won this year are pretty much guaranteed that they are going to be in the top 30 if they've won at least uh, a non-alternate event. Uh, so that is something to obviously look at. But we know next week we get that weird format, that staggered strokes format where the leader in the FedEx Cup starts at 10 under par. Right. And then the guy in second starts at eight under and so on and so forth. And the guys like in the back end around 30 have started even par. So you want to make up as much ground as you can clearly this week. So over at the BMW, if we look at this odds board, and again, we will get into Wes's course breakdown at the beginning of next segment. So be sure and stick around for that. But Rory McIlroy is at the top here, six and a half to one, just a little bit shorter than Scotty Scheffler at seven to one, John Rahm at nine to one. They are your, they're your uh, only single digit shots here, but Patrick Cantlay coming off of some very strong performances is sitting at 10 to one. And Wes, as you, as you, we started to kind of dig in a little bit further on all of this, I do have a play on Cantlay. It is not an outright for him, but you look at Cantlay and you don't really think off the tee whenever it comes to Cantlay. You mm-hmm. start to think of some of these other guys. Patrick Cantlay is not lost over the tee, off the tee in 12 months now. And right. so this is a guy that just continues to go out, and he's not really thought of as one of the bombers. He's not really thought of as one of these super accurate guys. But really and truly, he probably should be in the conversation with one of the best drivers of the golf ball in all the sport. Because, again, if you can go 12 calendar months mm-hmm. without losing off the tee, you didn't have one bad tournament off the tee, you're a pretty elite – but you're a pretty elite driver. Well, number one in this field, by the way, for total mm-hmm. driving. I also think he's second uh, strokes again off the tee, last 36 rounds behind Scotty Scheffler. So 
Cantlay, by the way, two-time defending champion here at the BMW, albeit on different courses. He shot 27 under <laughs> Caves Valley and beat Bryson DeChambeau in that long playoff in 2021, then held off Scott Stallings by one last year in Wilmington, Delaware. So Olympia Fields, and we'll get into the more of the course breakdown in the next segment. This is not a course where you're going to be shooting in the 20-some under par range. This is a very difficult course. Might play a little bit easier than it did in 2020, but keep in mind in 2020, the winner of this event was four under par. That yeah. was John Rahm over Dustin Johnson in that great playoff where Rahm hit that double breaker from 66 feet. So, you know, I, I think probably single digits under par is in order. To this that week. next tier starts with Xander Schauffele at sitting at 16 to one. We talked about this last week on the program, Wes, about just the win equity for Xander. I just don't know if he's fourth on this board when yeah, it comes to, to win equity. there's a lot of guys on that first page. Tommy Fleetwood's another yeah. one, 20 to one. Not a lot of win equity there. 16 on Hovland, 20 on Fleetwood, 22 on Hatton, 22 on Homa, and then we get to 25 or longer. We'll continue to run down the odds boards. Let's see if there's anything that really sticks out to us as well. And then, of course, get into this course breakdown and the stats that matter to us. It's Matt and Wes coming back here on Long Shots. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. It's football season, and betters know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now it's time to become a VEASAN subscriber, get our com- our comprehensive college and NFL guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. If you sign up today for just 199 American, you'll receive both guides, full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl, or you can join us for 19 bucks. Just kind of dip a toe in here for your first month and see everything that we have to offer to up your betting game. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the sports betting network, vsin.com slash subscribe. The man to my right wrote several uh, several integral pieces of both of those guides, and so uh, go in and find his words that you can 
check out some of the divisions there in the NFL and some of the uh, some of the conferences over in the College Football Guide. And you also do every single week over on VEASAN.com a great breakdown of the courses each and every week that we're going to see on the PGA Tour. And this week, we are headed up outside of Chicago Olympia Fields. Again, guys, a 50-person field, no-cut event. Yeah, and uh, this is going to be a very difficult course, one of the more difficult ones they'll play on the tour this year. Par 70, 73, 66, sixth longest this year on the PGA Tour schedule. Very tight, classical Parklands design. Uh, the uh, Bentgrass Poa fairways, about 26 yards on average in terms of whip. That is the second narrowest on tour. And if you miss these narrow fairways, you do have some penal rough. Uh, it's Kentucky bluegrass, about maybe four inches high. Uh, it's going to punish air and tee shots. Uh, you also have uh, some strategic fairway bunkers that are pretty deep. Not a lot of water here, just five holes where it comes into play. Tabletop greens are going to be fast, 12 and a half on the stem. They're bent POA, more of a bent than certainly a POA. Greens are firm. They do slope. They're some of the smaller ones on tour, about 5,200 square feet on average. This course, by the way, where it hosted the BMW Championship in 2020, which I mentioned in the first segment that Rom won in that playoff, Average round was plus 1.82 over par. I think it's going to play a little softer this time, but I don't know how much softer. I don't think it's going to be getting into double digits. Only five players, by the way, broke par that entire week uh, at the 2020 BMW. If you look at kind of like the scorecard, you've only got one par four longer than 475, but eight of them are 445 or longer. Not a single of those par fours, by the way, played under par in that 2020 event. Par threes are pretty challenging. You got the eighth hole that's 251 yards as a par three, and then both the par fives, only two par fives on this layout of par 70, uh, over 600 yards. Birdie or better rate was only about 29%. Of course, they start with the par five. So when you see that, by the way, number one is a birdie hole, and then it smacks you in the face right after that. Yeah, it is going to be an interesting course because, as you mentioned, so I have looked into this at least a little bit, and they got – they got blasted pretty badly on Sunday with some rain. Mm-hmm. And so I'm guessing with as much as they got on a Sunday that maybe there's still may- a little bit of lingering effects come Thursday because there were going to be intermittent showers on Monday and today as mm-hmm. well. Then it was going to clear up for the rest of the week. I imagine the lingering effects might still be there on a Thursday, maybe even a Friday, but it's supposed to be hot and dry after that. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if, if we kind of see some regression down and West, something that we can take as a strategy point as we move on, like there might be lower scoring in the first couple of yeah. rounds to where then it really kind of regresses there over the weekend when this thing does dry out. Cause as you mentioned, I mean, listen, one of the very hardest fairways to hit only 48% in 2020, whenever we played here. So these things are tight and very hard to hit. You mentioned the greens as well. Greens and regulation percentage was only 57%. That was third toughest on tour that year as well. Around the green play was actually 4.5% more important here than it has been in every single other stop. So I'm with you. I think like maybe we see, maybe it's not four under because maybe some guys can get out to a little bit of something on Thursday, Friday, but then we might see guys a lot of, we might see a lot of guys get into neutral um, on the weekends. Yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. Mm. I could see like eight or nine under leading into the weekend. It's like, okay, they're probably going to reach double yeah. digits and then they stay the same. And look, and I know we'll get into this with our modeling. Mm. This is a course where you're going to use driver a lot. Mm. You're going to use it. I think it was like 75% of the time back in 2020. But despite that, you get a lot of short middle iron shots as well. So 
You don't necessarily, when you look at the guys, by the way, that did play well here in 2020, you get some guys that were bigger hitters like John Rahm, uh, like Tony Finau. I think Finau was tied for fifth in that event. Matsuyama can get it out there. He was T3. But you also had like the the Brendan Todds of the mm. world that were that were also in the top 10. Uh, you had uh, Mackenzie Hughes, Lanto Griffin. These are not exactly big hitters off the tee. So you can still win this just by being a good driver. You don't necessarily have to be long, even though it certainly helps. Yeah, and of those five guys you mentioned that were under par in 2020, of course, two of those guys won't be here because they weren't even eligible to be here. So Dustin Johnson and Joaquin Neiman right. not going to be here. So it's only Rom, Hideki, and Finau that are actually in the field. And as you mentioned, Decky had to play his way in to, mm-hmm. to get here th- this past week. And so only three of those guys in the field this week. I, I'm interested to the strategy that a lot of people are going to take this this week, Wes. And and you know, you mentioned the the bombers and certainly driving having some success here. But if if they are, if the fairways are a little bit more receptive on Thursday and Friday, then I think we do open the window at least a little bit more for some of these guys who are just super accurate driving right. the ball. Because if everyone's missing the fairway, then it's better to be longer missing than it mm-hmm. is to be shorter missing, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, that's like that's why we see you know the the Bryson effect we used to see back you know back in sure. the day. Um, but if it's a little bit more receptive on Thursday and Friday, I wonder if we can see some of these guys who I don't, I don't think any of the short guys necessarily are great. I mean, you mentioned, I mean, the 200 to 600 yard par fives, mm-hmm. you, you need to try to score on those things. But, um, I wonder if it does open the door for some of the middling ish, like length guys, but the, that are super high accuracy. Yeah. I mean, you would think like a, like a Morikawa, I mm. think would probably fit in that category. Maybe a Brian Harmon, who's always, we, you know, whenever we model and if you've watched our program throughout the year, mm. the good drives gain and the fairways gain type of guys, you know, Harmon Glover, another guy that's uh, very much on that list. Uh, but I tend to lean a little bit more to the bombers mm-hmm. this week. I just think that you look at the guys, uh, Rom, DJ and Finau, they were all like top five on the tour and driving distance. So you don't have to be that, but I think it certainly helps if you are. Yeah, and, and one thing to really bring up here, guys, you're not going to hear us talk about, like, tournament history here at all with this because, as was mentioned off the top, if you didn't catch it, this, this is not always played here. We haven't been here since 2020, and so we have a very small sample size of stuff. Now, we're giving you what we saw in that one year, which, again, the green and regulation percentage being super low, the driving accuracy being super low, but this is not one of those things, Wes, where we have a year <laughs> over year, right? Of, I'm just of, looking yeah. at that. Look at that outlier, right. four under par in 2020, because <laughs> this is like – Oh, I mean, they tear up these courses. Mm. Uh, Crooked Stick, right by near where I grew up, uh, just north of Indianapolis, 23 under par. Medina, (laughs) 25 under par. These are courses, by the way, that have hosted major championships that these guys just absolutely tear up. So, you know, maybe not four under, but single digits under par, I think, is going to be the winner here this week. Yeah, definitely. I I think we're going to... I think, like I said, I think we see some guys run out maybe on a Thursday, maybe even maybe even Friday a little bit earlier before it starts to get a little drier and a little bit hotter and all that. And I think the weekend's going to come around and, and smack some of these guys in the yeah. face, right? It might be time to fade. No, they, 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 I remember watching this event. Yeah. And these guys got beat up. Yeah. In, in this event and and you're going to ma- you're going to make a fair amount of bogeys out here and you got to be able to recover. Now, one of the things that we do see this week guys is even though there is only a, a 50 player field, it is a no cut event. There are top 5 markets, there are top 10 markets, there are even top 20 markets available out there. Keep in mind when you see these numbers attached 
to like a top 20 market. It's not going to be odds that you've been seeing week in, week out, 156 player field. We're talking about 50. We're talking about no cuts. So that also opens up the opportunity, Wes, which we did see some of these guys this past week. I mean, you know, Justin Rose went from basically dead last all the way and Mm -hmm. would have been cut basically all the way up to middle of the pack. And so you can actually see some of these guys really kind of rocket up the leaderboard and stuff. And so if you're looking and wondering why a top 20 on, let me just pull a random put, you know, on a, on a Lucas Glover's minus one Oh five, you know, it's, it's because again, it's a 50 person field and he has four rounds to get there. Absolutely. And, and there's, there's a couple different markets too this week. I know DraftKings, I'm sure a couple others have it up. There is a winner without the quote-unquote big three market, uh, McElroy, Scheffler, and Rom that is available at DraftKings. Obviously, the prices are cut down without those guys. So, like, Xander Schauffele is, like, 16-1 to outright, but he's 11-1 to in the winner without market. So, that's something you want to pay attention to uh, as well this week. Uh, if you think one of those three chalky guys are going to get there, yeah. It's kind of like playing the low 72 hole market a little bit next week at the Tour Championship. Yeah, and I mean, it's it is a very interesting market, especially when you consider also the guys over at, at Data Golf, and they have the win equity in Scheffler, McElroy, and Rom nearly 30%. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, but just between those three guys, right? I mean, so again, like, three, th- one out of every three times this tournament gets played, one of those guys wins it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, according to them. And so if you want to kind of dodge that, if you want to look and say, like, I mean, I don't want to run into a Rory buzzsaw week or a Rom buzzsaw week or whatever it might be, or maybe Scotty Shuffler can actually find the bottom of the cup with a putter, you know, so th- this week. It is an interesting market to look at and maybe one that's even more interesting with the reduced field because I think there are some guys, and we'll certainly talk about the guys that popped in our market and uh, our models that probably you know are probably going to show well here i think that we think you're going to show well here grinding on some of these tougher courses we'll start to talk about what we emphasize this week and where did these guys show up in our models when we come back it's long shots here on visa and DraftKings network Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. 
Throughout the NFL preseason, the VEASAN experts are busy evaluating every team to give you the betting edge. Our updated NFL betting guide is due out later this month and will help you get ahead of the upcoming NFL season with picks from every on-air host, team-specific preseason analysis, how to use VEASAN betting splits and football contest strategies. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today for as low as $19 and reserve your copy of the guide or take advantage of our football season special and get access to everything we do now through the Super Bowl for only $199. You can sign up today at vsin.com slash subscribe. You have some big football contests coming down here in uh, in Las Vegas West. The, you know, tons and millions and yeah. millions of dollars guaranteed and stuff. And there is, there is some real tried and true proven strategies over the course of all of this. Is, is, you know, if you're a newbie out there and you've never done any of this stuff, DraftKings has their contests as well. So if you don't have to come and do the ones in Vegas, it, it translates over to those mm-hmm. as well. And so we're trying to guide people down, you know, the right way. Like, look, carnage is going to happen. There's going to yeah. be so there's going to be some weeks where a lot of people get eliminated, but we'll, we'll try to do the best. Yeah, a couple big yeah. ones, a couple big sign-up weeks mm-hmm. uh, out here for these contests. And then, of course, the ones that are available at DraftKings. So let's uh, let's take a look at what we started to value this week, guys. Uh, disclaimer, every single time we do this, especially if you're watching for the first time here, Long Shots, Visa, and, and DraftKings Network, we do model. These are not models we built. These are models that other smart people have built, and we take the data that we find important. We do actually plug in what we want in the models. We do actually weigh what we want in the models, just letting you know. We didn't actually program the things. That's not my uh, That's not my cup of tea. That's not my forte. I couldn't, no, no, I couldn't that's well do above that. my pay Yeah, yeah, I couldn't, well. couldn't be doing that uh, on, a, on a dare. So we're using these other guys. I, I use three different ones out there. Um, Shout out to Rick Rungood. Shout out to Fantasy National, Data Golf, all three of these guys. Just kind of take like what I see trending in all three of those and then try to come up with with a conclusion, with an answer with all that. Wes, we talked about this course. It looks to be like it looks to be like it's going to play difficult. We only have one year of sample size here in which the winning score was only four under. We know it's going to be tight fairways. That much we do know. We know that the greens are smaller and probably going to be hard to hit. That much we do know. Now, we are we are three years of technology and these guys getting bigger and stronger mm-hmm. and more, you know, whatever, away from that. So, will the score be better than four under? Probably. A little bit of weather could soften this up as well. But we think we know the stats that could matter this week. So, what did you plug into the model? Well, I, I did approach here mm-hmm. because uh, – and you could maybe, if you want to do greens and regulation gain, I understand that because – these were the third toughest greens to hit on tour in 2020 when the BMW was last held here at Olympia Field. So approach, also a couple of the proximity buckets, uh, 125 to 150, 150 to 175, because you would think, okay, it's a little bit of a longer course, sixth longest course they're playing on the tour schedule this year, that you're going to have a lot of like 200-yard-plus iron shots. You really don't here uh, because drivers used about 75% of the time. So you get a lot of middle and short iron. So I used a little proximity. Uh, Also did use some distance here, driving distance gained, uh, especially, you know, usually this plays firm, but if it's soft, you know, you want guys that can attack off the tee. And uh, so you want to look at some of the distance guys. I mentioned uh, three of the top five on the leaderboard were three of the top six Mm -hmm. in driving distance back in 2020. So you could also use a little combination of strokes gain off the tee, total driving, total driving, by the way, is driving distance plus driving accuracy rank. So that's what you see. Like when you see Patrick Cantlay 54, that takes his driving distance rank, whatever that is, plus the accuracy rank. And that's how you get that number. Uh, strokes gained around the green because these are smaller greens. I think your, your short game's got to be on point. I think it was a uh, seventh in terms of difficulty back in 2020. So I kind of comboed that a little bit with scrambling here. 
because you're going to have to be doing that a lot of times to to save par or even to save mm-hmm. bogey. Strokes gain putting bent POA combination here. It is mostly bent grass, so if you want to use bent grass in your model instead of including the POA, I certainly understand that. A lot of contours in these greens, so you could go firm and fast mm-hmm. greens as well and also use those as conditions to kind of give you a different result. Bogey avoidance. Plenty of over par scores uh, uh, on this course are lurking, even if it plays softer. And then it did strokes gain difficult scoring yeah. conditions as well, because I think if you're finishing in single digits in any event on a major golf tour, that means difficult scoring conditions. Yeah, so I, I, I think we're fairly aligned here. I was pretty high on distant, driving distance as well as well. I, I talked at the top of the show that I think there are two ways you could go about this. I think... If you believe truly in one of these guys that is just a fairway finder guy, I think there is a path to success here with Mm -hmm. that. The only problem would be, as we mentioned, if the weekend does come, we are talking about these pretty narrow. We're talking 26, 27, 28 yards wide, guys. Like We have really narrow fairways on average at this course. And even if you are hitting quality drives, and we've seen a couple of courses throughout the course of the season this year, Wes, where like you can hit a quality drive, and it still just finds its way, you know, off track here. And, and you're hitting from at least somewhat long, uh, somewhat longer stuff. And certainly if you're a little bit wayward, this four inch rough that we're going to be dealing with here could be really, really gnarly, really nasty on these guys. And so I'm just going to lean towards the, Hey, I'd rather have you further down there. Right. Exactly. And so that's just way that I went this week. So I was pretty heavy on driving distance and I did put in at least a little bit of accuracy. So I did put in the driving distance, and then kind of did the combination, as you mentioned, total driving. So I kind of doubled up there on the distance and then threw in a little bit of accuracy as well. I am also with you. If you're missing fairways, you're going to miss more greens as well. You can't spin the ball as well. You're going to get weird. You're going to get weird trajectories out of these rough and things like that. So you're going to need to be playing well from around the green. So I did around the green and scrambling, and I actually did that more in this tournament, I think, than I have almost in any of the models that I've made all year long. So pretty interesting there. The approach buckets of 125 to 150 and then 150 to 175 as to the bulk majority are going to come from that distance. So I did do that as well. And I did something that this is kind of unique to one of the modeling systems that I use out there to where you can kind of mix in, even though I'm, even though I'm looking at, you know, the 36 round in the macro level, I can put in how good has their approach been in the last 12 and mix that as part of the Mm -hmm. model as well or around the green in the last 12. So I want these guys that are playing really good around the green in recently as well. If I think that a lot of that is going to come around the green, I do believe that a lot of the chances here, or like you said, the saves are going to come from around the green. So I actually did kind of mix in the last 12. Who's kind of, who's kind of got the hot hand from around there. And then, you mentioned these greens and how they can be pretty tricky. And if you do even hit them, that doesn't necessarily guarantee that you're going to have a real shot at making whatever putt that you have. And so I did the whole appro- approach putt thing. Yeah, lag putting again. I think yeah. is important. I did week. that again because, again, if, if if we're not scoring a ton anyway, remember our only thing that we have to draw back from was a four under that won this thing. So, again, like that's over the course of four rounds. Four under was what won this thing. Not a lot of scoring opportunities to be had, right? No. So it is more like, hey – don't make those bogeys. Put the ball pretty close so that you can go in and make that second putt. And so that's kind of how I went with that that approach putt stuff as well. And I did as you did as well, the the bogey avoidance. And so that's kind of where I sat with with all of mine. And I mean, in a 50-person field, obviously, Wes, we're going to get, you know, we're going to get the names you expect, right? In the, over 36, over 24. Now, 12 shakes it up a lot because we're talking about super, super recent performance. But if you go to 36, 
Scheffler, Cantlay, Rom. You know, I mean, it's 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 the combination of mm-hmm. those guys for a lot of that for me. Um, did, was there anything that? Uh, was there a real outlier basically at the top of any of your models? Uh, I don't know if there was really an outlier. Uh, there, there are some guys that don't have a lot of win equity. Yes. That, uh, you know, uh, especially one that, you know, spoiler does not meet, reap my out, outright, but I yeah. will play on a placement market. Like some of these guys that are distance guys that have been playing well and getting good finishes, but just haven't been winning. Like somebody like Benny on, mm-hmm. uh, who I believe was second in driving distance gain behind Rory McElroy. So, you know, you had a few of those guys mixed in there. And like you mentioned, if you go with the more recency stuff, like 12 rounds, then you're going to see a lot of Lucas Glover, Lucas mm-hmm. Glover, Lucas Glover. You go 36, it's going to be, and, and 36 is kind of my default, Matt. Yeah. You know, because I feel like that gives you recency, but not too much recency mm-hmm. bias. Because, and it also is going to include whenever you do that throughout the year, except like deep in the fall, it's going to include like major championships. Yeah. So it's going to include some big events. And this is obviously a big event. So you want guys traditionally that perform well in big events. And we showed earlier the guys that are the recent winners here, albeit on different courses. Traditionally, it is a proven class player yeah. that wins these events. Uh, can't lay the last two years. Rom, Justin Thomas. Keegan Bradley was an outlier at Aronimink in 2018 at 140 to 1. But Bradley had won a major. Right. You know, he was a proven guy. Mark Leishman never won a major, but he was a proven player. DJ, Jason Day, Billy Horschel, Zach Johnson, Rory, Dustin, Justin Rose. So these are not guys that are like, you know, they come out of nowhere and have never won. So that's why it's a little bit risky to go down the board on an outright yep. market, I think. And and while we mention guys, we keep talking about, you know, you hear us say win equity over and over and over again. And we talk about this 50-player field. Look, just because there's 50 players in this field, we're talking like – Kurt Kitty almost 150 to one, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Taylor's 150, Seamus Powers 150, mm-hmm. Hoagie's 150, Svensson's 130, Putnam's 130, Rogers is 130, Chris yeah. Kirk's 110, Hodges is 110. Yeah, you got guys that have won on tour yeah. this year that are triple digits. Yeah, but- so I mean, there are a lot of guys out here that I'm not going to say their win equity is zero, Wes, because I don't think any of these guys in this field the win equity is zero. But mm-hmm. I would probably, I would say probably sub one, right? And yeah. so like, even though it's 50 players, it's probably really only 30, 35. Yeah, and because so- you're not going to be betting. I think some of the ones like that we've bet, like mm-hmm. the Eric Coles of the world right. that we bet in like the lower Midwest fields in the summer that, you know, their price of like 30, 40, 50 to one. And now they're triple that here. Who made our betting cards this week? We will run through up and down and all around, not only outright, but placement market and head to head stuff as well. When we come back, it is long shots here on Visa and the DraftKings Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, 
there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. Football is ready to kick off, and VEASAN has everything you need to make this a successful season. Our college football betting guide features best bets from writers and on-air personalities, along with team previews for every single one of the 133 FBS teams. Our NFL betting guide help you tackle the upcoming NFL season with in-depth profiles of every team, including advanced statistics. We've got some proven betting systems in there as well, plus best bets on season win totals, futures, and Props, you can become a VSIN Pro subscriber today for as low as $19 and get the college football and NFL betting guides and the update of the betting guide that's coming out here in a couple of weeks. You can sign up today at VSIN.com slash subscribe. It is Matt Brown, it is Wes Reynolds, Kelly Bidlin on the IL today. We'll get him back in tomorrow. I'm back again next week as we uh, wrap up everything for the golf season. But Wes, we talked about the stats that matter to us. We kind of talked about some of the things that showed up in the model, where some of these guys were. As far as me, I think the only kind of, I I guess, like not necessarily outlier would be in the 36-round model for me, Russell Henley made his way into the top Mm -hmm. 10. Russell Henley was actually eighth in that one, which I found at least a little bit interesting uh, with that one. In the 24-round model, that's when you start to see some of these guys, as you mentioned. So now the Lucas Glover shows up at 10th, right? Because we kind of start to see some of the more recent stuff show up. And then now when we get to the 12th and 12 round model, and we really uh, shrink things up. It really comes into the Glover stuff. And, and honestly, that's where Spieth starts to pop a little bit more as well. Spieth, I think under the radars played some pretty good golf here over the last couple of months. And so that's where you see the Spieth and, and, and really some of the Patrick Cantlay actually starting to pop a lot there in the 12 round as well. Yeah, it, it is kind of weird. Like when you look at a form sheet and you mm-hmm. don't see a lot of good finishes, but then statistically, yeah, they appear like 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 Tony Finau, who has not played very good golf over the last uh, about three months. But yet he was in my top 10 mm-hmm. in, in an overall model this week uh, because he just profiled statistically. And then you got to commingle that, too, with, like, course fit. Because mm-hmm. certain guys fit certain courses, I think. And, uh, you know, certain guys play very well on these, like, classical designs. If you want to compare Olympia Fields to anything, even though there's no designer links because this was not, like, a Donald Ross design right. or a Pete Dye design or anything like that, you compare them with a lot of the classic U.S. Open courses, Wingfoot. Oak Hill, Beth Page, uh, Torrey South, maybe a little bit of Muirfield Village as well. So that's what you're looking at. And you kind of got to look at some of the profiles. I didn't really do like a comp course history and a model per se, yep. but I did look at that and see which guys maybe have performed well on those courses. Yeah, s- same with me, which actually led me to to one of my outrights as well. But let's start with yours. And you and I both went with a shorter shot this week, which we typically don't do. But yeah. again, guys, we're... One, the win equity at the top is, is so incredibly high with all this. And again, in a 50-player field in which I honestly think only about 30 guys really and truly have a chance to win, and maybe that number's more like 25, Wes. Yeah. Like, I, I think the it pushes it even higher, in my opinion, for, for these dudes. And so you went to the top of the board, and, and you've got Rory on there. Yeah, I do, and I usually don't like yeah. to take something this short. And by the way, if for those of you that might have the each-way betting access, only bet Rory to win. Just mm. do the win-only market because the price is so short. 
7-1. Look, hadn't finished outside the top 10 in any event since the Wells Fargo first weekend in May. Even though you mentioned and you were right in your assessment where he wasn't, like, right there to win, if you look statistically, he was first in yep. driving distance. He's absolutely been ripping the oh, ball just, off the tee. He, he, he changes the course, right? Yeah. Because, like, there were, there were a couple of different holes out there in which – yeah, you could cut the corner. However, you needed to carry it 330 yeah. in order to be able to yeah. do it, and he was the only one that was willing to do it. And he was still pretty darn yeah. accurate. Yeah. 12th in accuracy, 4th in greens and regulation, 2nd for SGOTT, 4th on approach, 3rd T to green. He actually is one of the elite players that I do think like really gets up for the yep. FedEx Cup. I think he takes pride in the fact that he's won three of these things. He wins here. He's in the driver's seat for a fourth. He's also going for his 25th career PGA Tour victory this weekend. Uh, Victor Hovland, 17-1. to I thought he played better in his finish. He ends up uh, finishing 10th. Uh, but he was two over after round one and then went 64, 65, 69. Kind of all over the place on Sunday. But third in this field for total driving on the season and actually had his worst performance off the tee basically for his entire career last week. He was near dead near the mm -hmm. bottom. And I think he was like 66 out of 70, if memory serves me correctly. I think that's an outlier. I would expect Victor Hovland to play very well here this week. Uh, Colin Marikawa, 28 to 1, T13 last week. Both you and I were on him. Never quite got it going after yeah. the 65. No, he has a lot on his mind. Obviously, we know the, the devastation caused by the deadly wildfires out there in Maui, especially in Lahaina, where Colin Morikawa's grandparents are from and own that famous Morikawa restaurant there for many years. So perhaps an emotional narrative uh, uh, could play well here, I think, this week. Cameron Young, I'm going back to him, 40-1. to 1, uh, Started and finished well with the book in rounds of 67, but really stalled out in the middle rounds. Mm. But I think his length makes him a great fit here on a classical longer course like Olympia Fields. And then one that's a little bit of a speculative play because he has not played good golf, but the motivation's got to be off the charts here, not just to play well in the FedEx Cup, but we didn't think at the beginning of the year that uh, Tony Finau was kind of going to be a bubble yeah. boy to make the Ryder Cup. And he absolutely is, and he is, probably, he is not going to make it on points. Mm. But, you know, he's got to impress a little bit with, with Zach Johnson uh, with some of these decisions because I think there are, like, eight guys set, and I think there are, like, seven guys for, like, the last three spots. Right. And I think Tony Finau is probably one of those guys that needs something going. We talk about win equity, even though he's at a down back half of 2023. Five victories in two years for Tony Finau. So you don't feel like he's that far removed right. from really good it, golf. It's one of those things where we – the golf season's so long that we forget some of the stuff that happens towards the beginning. Yeah. And like, yeah. And Tony Finau certainly was playing great. Now you did back three of the guys that you have outrights on in the matchup market as well in Finau, Hovland and young. And then you got a couple others as well. Yeah. Matt Fitzpatrick over Lucas Glover. That was kind of just like, can Lucas Glover really do it right, three weeks right, in a row? Right. Right. And I know Matt Fitzpatrick, he, he played very poorly by the way in Memphis last week, but this is kind of those classical U.S. Open grinder type of mm -hmm. courses that he does very well on. So I think you could see him show well. Uh, uh, Nick Taylor over Seamus Power. That was just kind of like a, a power rating type yeah. of play. But the other guys, uh, Young over Burns. Burn, Burns really was a disappointment. I thought oh, he would play well last week. Huge disappointment. St actually started out, had was three under at one point, yeah. and then just like at, after he was three under, was just off the rails yeah, after that. Yeah, he certainly was. Uh, uh, Finau over Henley, Hovland over Fleetwood. Uh, I hope that I don't leave like Tommy Fleetwood off the card. I resisted temptation because it's like you have that FOMO, and it's like, mm -hmm. man, I've been backing this guy. He's been playing great. <laughs> he just doesn't win. And he finally wins when you don't bet him. But you know what? I got to live with that if that happens.
So I went to the top of the board as well. Didn't go Rory, but I did go Rom. And you, you talked about some of the comp courses. Which I actually didn't plug into the model either, but did go back and look at some of the ones that I think when you look at these tough grinder type courses where you really need to either be able to either be able to hit the fairway every single time or just bomb it out there and then go from there. And I, th I think Tory is pretty mm -hmm. is, is a pretty good comp as well when it comes to that. Of course, we know John Rom success at Tory as well. 10 to 1 on Rom, I think, is a little bit disrespectful. I think he's kind of, I think it's kind of 1A, 1B with him and Rory right now. Yeah. I, I actually think Scotty would be my third choice out of these three because. Same with me. Because you're talking about, you know, having, we talk about this, like having to make putts to maybe just keep it at par, right? Like you need to make some of these putts. It's going to be tough to hit these greens and all that. And we know, even with the putter switch this past week, didn't work out for Scotty Scheffler. So I, I, I picked Rom. You went Rory. I don't think we can go wrong either way there. Max Homa, I talked about this at the top of the show. Go and look at Max. He was he hit a lull in the middle of the season, and now he started to pick it up a little bit, you know. And I looked at these guys where it just where they were kind of showing up, not only in the model, but where I was seeing things starting starting to trend, connected to the odds attached to them. I thought that there was some value there on Max Homa at thirty to one, and then Sung J M was the opposite approach of what I was going. Sung Jay's the okay. Mm -hmm. If this does actually favor one of these dudes that's just going to hit every single fairway, well, then let me I mean, let me get one of these dudes that not only can do that, but also can do it with precision iron play as well. And I Sanjay, actually had Sanjay as a consider yeah, as well. At 47 to 1 just seemed a little off for me and maybe a little bit disrespectful for a dude that I think fits this if it goes that opposite way. Now, you and I mm -hmm. both think it's probably going to favor the Bombers and all that, but like, hey, if it does go the opposite direction, give me some exposure to Sanjay there at 47 to 1. I did go Fleetwood, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Right. We used to talk about top ten Tony because he could never win, and yeah. then he started to win. Yeah. Maybe it's top five Fleetwood. Right. Yeah. Like, so let's just go Tommy Fleetwood in the top I'll five here. Probably have him on a place. Yeah. Maybe a top ten. At, at, at four to one, over four to one on Tommy Fleetwood. Terrell Hatton really bad showing this past week, but listen, I'm going to go with just what we've seen from him over the course of the season, right? And I think he can get into that top ten at two to one. Uh, a couple of first round leader bets, and so they were there. One guy that you mentioned, one guy that you're on from an outright perspective. I have Vic at 29 to one. I also have Benny on at 42 to one on first round leader. I haven't seen four rounds from these guys yet in mm -hmm. a very, very long time. But boy, they can go low whenever they're whenever yeah. they're striping it. And so I do have the first round leader on those guys. And one other market you can bet. I have Patrick Cantlay under 12 and a half. And what, th what this does, Wes, is if you are in a book that that does dead heat, this mm -hmm. takes the dead heat out of it, mm -hmm. right? And so you're just basically betting him to go under that 12 number there. That was only juiced to minus 125, which I thought was very generous on Cantlay, who one of the favorites for this tournament, and honestly, he's had a ton of success in courses like this. Yeah, and look, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I would still be willing to play him top 10 as well. But on your Benny on, he's played really good golf lately. T3 mm -hmm. at the Scottish, T2 at the Wyndham. Uh, doesn't have that win equity because we thought when he won yep. that U.S. Amateur years ago, he was going to be a big star and just hadn't got it going. But he's only 31 years old, even though these guys feel like they've been out there forever. So give them time. If you missed any part of today's show, it will be on the podcast feed. So go in, subscribe, rate, review. We do appreciate all of that. Thanks for watching over on DraftKings Network. And good luck on all your bets this week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 